Get up to your mic. We are recording. Good. How are you doing, uh, Ashley? I just sat down. Ah! <laughs> no! <laughs> All right. So here we go. We're recording. No! Ashley, get back here. Leaving the show! <laughs> I put my... All right. So today we have today. a very special episode. This we do. Kind of a two-parter. Mm-hmm. So we're going to watch the first Candyman. Candyman OG. Oof. Now... I have a habit of saying that this is one of my favorite movies. Yeah, like you, I should movie. have kept a tally of how often you've said this. I have about 100 movies in my top 10. I know I'm not good with numbers, uh-huh. but that doesn't seem correct or yeah, possible. Yeah, you're not good with numbers. I'm not good with the numbers. So but... Candyman, one of the my all-time favorite movies, you're going to see why. We brought this up when we were talking about slashers. Mm-hmm. Is Candyman a slasher? Maybe we'll have more to discuss on that later. <laughs> What is your take on it? He's a hooker. I think his weapon is a hook. You don't even know that? I don't know anything. <laughs> Whoa, you don't know anything about Candyman? No, there's something about bees, I think, yeah, right? Yeah, there is something about bees. That's, I didn't know so his weapon was a hook. and bees. You is that, got is that why they're saying he's not a slasher? Because he hooks people? Who's saying he's not a slasher? I don't know, I thought you were saying that people said that. No, oh, we people said that. are saying he is a slasher. I just never thought of him as a slasher. Oh. Because he's a hooker. Just, I don't know. Have you been dying to say that line? <laughs> no. I've just been waiting. You see, these things just come to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ever since I started having children, stupid puns mm-hmm. always come to my head. Are you ready for those, those dad jokes? Yep. So, I don't know. Like, slashers tend to be kind of dumb. Mm-hmm. And Candyman is not a dumb movie. <laughs> we did watch the trailer, and the trailer was really stupid for this movie. Mm-hmm. Both versions. Yeah. Both trailers suck. This, so for the new Candyman that just came out, the second trailer looked better. Okay. The first one, it had like that slow cover of Say My Name. Yeah. Uh, I could have done without that. Say my name, say my name. The top comment on the YouTube video is like, man, they should remake Cujo and have a slow Who Let the Dogs Out. <laughs> love that <laughs> i hope someone made a joke trailer with that or just like dubbed it over Let the dogs out like marilyn manson Oof. does it. well you can't he can't do anything Oof. anymore right what did he do he raped someone or something yeah he's kind of a skis ball <laughs> we so. kind of didn't we all know that i mean there was a period of time where you're like I, you shouldn't judge a book by a cover by its cover uh-huh He's just like, he's not everyone who dresses like that as skis, but then it turns out. Wasn't one of his co- covers a, like a cum bong from him or something? Was it? I don't know. I never listened to Marilyn Manson. There were all these memes about Christian parents rejoicing after this news came out. I like, fucking told you. Yay! I told you. <laughs> Girls got raped, but woohoo! We <laughs> yeah. were proven right. We did it! Yeah, he turned out to be a skis. Turned out. I was never like a big fan of Manson, but I was kind of like, that's cool that he's not a jerk. And then... Marilyn or Charles? <laughs> Marilyn. Okay. I mean, they're both jerks. I don't think I would put them on the same level of jerkiness. Maybe not. Maybe not. For some reason, when you said Marilyn, my mind went to Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. I was like, who's Charles Monroe? 
<laughs> Charles Monroe. <sighs> do we want to do a jar? Do we want to just jump right into it since we're doing two movies? Oh what do we God. want to do? I, I don't know. Well, how much do you know about Candyman? Like, what is Candyman about? Do you know anything about the plot? Is there candy? Ooh, there's candy. Um, does he sell candy? Mm. Is he like alive or is he like a ghost? So what you don't you even guys? know that. I don't know anything. Oh, this is exciting. Yeah, I, this I, is like I literally we're, know nothing. We were talking about that guy that went through life without knowing that Darth Vader was. Luke's okay, but dad. I don't think Candyland. Candyland. <laughs> I don't Jesus, think. Man. I don't think Candyman is on the same like level of like Star Wars. Like everyone knows Star Wars. Everyone knows that bit of Star Wars at least. I don't yeah. know. Okay. Especially these days, because like being a nerd is cool, right? I guess I'm just I'm just trying to think: is Candyman on the same level as Star Wars? I mean, it's, it's they're different; they're completely different genres, so it's hard to compare that. But Star Wars, like, is this huge thing now? Most people have gone back, even if they didn't start with the original trilogy, they've gone back, and everyone knows that like specific yeah, thing. It, it's I guess they're comparable in that the original was really good, and then they kind of stunk since then. Have you actually seen the ones after that? I've not seen the remake, but, but two you... was not good. Okay. Three, I haven't actually seen three. I forgot there was a three. <laughs> I was like looking up two and I was like, Candyman three is, I completely forgot that they made a third one. I never watched it. The ratings are abysmal in the third one. I kind of want to watch the second Star Wars trilogy and see if I actually hated it as much as I did. Yeah. Or if I was just being snooty. Mm, I think it's bad. I don't think those effects aged well either. Because, like, the effects, just, I those special effects were, like, kind of jarring. Don't understand at the time. why they didn't just make, um, Sand? What's her face? A literal child because she's only, like, two years older than Anakin. Maybe I four years. Know. Like, that made that whole love story feel weird. Yeah, because she's not, she's older than him, but not, like, that level. Yeah. So it just, it was, it's just, it, mistake after mistake in, yeah. in the prequels. Yeah. They could have had like another child actor like a child actress and then bumped them both up in age. Yeah. Made no sense. Made no sense. And I think she was supposed to be like fourteen, but I still don't think the age difference I don't think it was that big of an age difference, but I don't know for sure and what's canon anymore versus what's not. Yeah. So you still think I would still be like Ugh. Yeah, I think so. I think the the movies just sucked. Those prequels were not good. But yeah, I would like to see them again. Give it another fresh pair of eyes yeah, on it. See if I'm less less jaded now, because I think I generally I think I am more like willing to enjoy things now. Yeah, maybe we'll see. Yeah, we'll watch it again. Not really to this podcast, really, but. Oh man! So what do we want to do now? Do we want to just watch the movie? I guess because we are doing two movies, unless you wanted to really. Yeah, I mean... we're gonna have some time in between these two movies. I just want to see the movie because we can't really talk about the movie because you don't even know what's going on. I don't you really don't know, know what's if he's going a ghost on. Or if he's I don't a know dude. what he is. You didn't know he had. Maybe a hook he's for just a, hand. a bunch of bees, and the hook is really just the they're stingers. It's weird how you didn't know about the hook, but you knew about the bees. I think I knew about the bees from the trailer. Okay. Are there, are there bees in the trailer? I don't know. I, I feel like there was something about bees in one of the trailers that I watched. I could be wrong, but I just think bees, and I just really, really want to be like Candyland, but with murder, but I don't think that's what's the case. Kind of is. <laughs> All right, so with that, we're going to venture off <laughs> that to note. Cabrini Land, and we'll be right back to discuss Candyman, the original. Okay, we're back. Intermission. We're back. Intermission. Woo. God, I love this movie. It's I'm enjoying it so far. I figured you would. 
I like academic things. Uh-huh. I'm a nerd, you yeah, know. Yeah, this, this is kind of a nerd movie. It's like there's, ac- yeah, like she's doing a thesis. <laughs> yeah. She's a very, very white girl. Totally. Fucking crawling through the medicine cabinet. <laughs> she needs to do her thesis. Yeah, I... She's doing research. Also, just like banging into the other apartment next to her, like next to her condo is still not as risky, I guess. But like, just it's fine. <laughs> so no one lives there. We should probably explain what's going on. Yeah, in this movie true. For I just those who haven't seen it, just jumped right into it. It's an academic horror. Yeah, explain a little bit. Explain a little bit. Who is our main character, Helen? Helen. She is working on a thesis about Candyman, I guess. Or is it just is it just Candyman, or is it all like folk like? It's urban folklore. It is specifically Candyman. Yes. And then I think it's just Candyman that she's doing on. Her husband, the professor, is doing a lecture on Because she's a graduate student. Yeah. And then uh, she was a little pissed. She got a little snippy with him. She was like, you're supposed to wait until after I I talk to all the freshmen. Now you're fucking this up for me. Why Might am I giving you a blowjob? Be fucking. I don't know. There were some vibes with one of those students. Yeah. He, I don't think it was just the student having a crush on him. It looks like maybe Professor wants to trade up. Get, go younger. Yeah. She's you know she's almost not a. Helen's graduate. probably what twenty five. It's time to toss her out. For um, this nineteen year old coming in. Yeah, he's not even that attractive. But like, I get it. <laughs> the how many? Yeah. The how many people? Thing. How many professors? Did I have a crush on that were not attractive? How many? many, (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) You tell me. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I've heard some stories. There's some that are not that attractive, and you're like, how did. How? (laughs) It's the brain. It's the the brain that does that. There's the the guy in front talking, and you want to blow him no matter what, whatever he looks like or Mm. acts like. He's got a brain. You're hoping to get that brain. Yeah, he's learning. Splooshed into you. Ew. <laughs> Give me that brain. Give me that brain. I'll suck it out of you. I slang <laughs> some brain right my way. So going back to the very beginning, I did like the voiceover of who I'm assuming is the real Candyman. That deep voice. That deep voice that mm-hmm. was like something about what is blood for, and then mm-hmm. I forget what he says, but for basically for him to play with, it sounded like <laughs> it's just for dumping. Just, you know, I've got to, I'm going to use my hook. He like. With my back for a hand. Yeah. Like brings it up right at the beginning. Yeah. He's got such a great voice. That voice was, her thesis, I believe, is just that people are using this myth to deal with their shitty life in the project and to co- explain why all that shit is happening in the projects. Yeah. Is like what the. Yeah. Great thesis. More on that later. Yeah, I guess. Well, yeah, because we're we're the halfway. <laughs> yeah, I got some shit to say about that, but I don't want to say it yet. Oh, okay. So a little bit of a real life story from today for all you people that kind of ties into this in kind of a creepy way. Now that I'm thinking about it, so Naomi said to me she was in the other room at my parents' house. She's playing in her little play, play kitchen, and she's, "Daddy, there's a spider." There's a spider in there. Yeah, mommy was pretending to sleep. And so I pick up my shoe, and I'm like, okay, let's go see this spider. Paid a little visit. And I'm thinking about it. If it's one of those big spiders, like those swamp spiders, it's getting the shoe. If it's like a little spider, like one of those little dangly leg spiders that don't really do anything. Teddy long leg? Well, one of those. Technically, those aren't spiders. They're just arachnids. <laughs> anyway. They're just... <laughs> 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 go on. I know, like any of those... 
those stringy legged little spiders. I mean, you're getting hot now because you were talking smart. Yeah. <laughs> Am I? Okay. <laughs> All right. Intermission. Hang on. Pause. <laughs> but I was going to give her a little lesson. We're uh-huh. not scared of spiders. We'll just pick it up, Did... put it out in the cold where it dies there. I fucking hate bugs but mm-hmm. i've done pretty good around the kids of not freaking out yeah about them I'll i don't like, want to impart my fear i don't them. want to either but a lot of times i do try to pawn it off on you if i can but there have been times where you're at work like when you used to actually go to work or you're busy at work and i'm just kind of like okay i'll deal with it but honestly if if i'm honest the movie that scared me the most and fucked with me for probably 30 years is arachnophobia there's one scene i've seen one scene in that movie <laughs> which scene let's turn on the light switch Oh God! That's that's, <laughs> that it. that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's You're it. like I'm done. Done. We should we should watch that on this oh, podcast. God. Yeah, not not. It's a at, great movie. After the new year, it's because really entertaining. We've got, we got some shit lined up. So after the new year, mother of God, that movie scared me more than any other movie. Yeah. Seeing that as a kid, I saw that movie in theaters. Yeah, I fucked with me for the next thirty years. Someone else must have been watching at my house, or maybe like I I don't know when I saw that, but that scene, and I was just noped out mm. of there. But anyway, go back to your story about the spider at your parents' house. So we're going in her little kitchen. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, where is it? She's like, don't know. Don't like, know. Like, oh, come on. She's like, uh, here? She, like, points to the chair. I was like, not in the chair. She's like, oh, there. She points to a blanket on the floor. Did she throw it on? Did she throw the blanket on it? I don't know. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, <laughs> let's look at the spider. So I pick up the blanket, and there is a bee. And so I smashed the shit out of that as quickly as I can. It was a yellow jacket. Ooh, yeah, Before people get upset at us for a killing a bee, a bumblebee. If it was a bumblebee, I'd send it, send it outside to die alone. In the winter. Because she used to not be your... F- she used to just pick up bugs. Yeah. So I'm really glad she didn't just... Pick up the bee. She, it's, it's ants. Her hair thing, she'll still pick up ants. <laughs> ants are what she picks up. But like she used to try to pick up other things, too. They have but to be biting her. I don't know. Yeah, she <laughs> just scoops she them cares. up. She doesn't... <laughs> Yeah, so and now we're watching a, a movie about a bee man. She calls every bug a spider. It's a spider. No, that's an ant. Okay. How the hell did a bee get in the house? I don't know. How is it? Yeah. Are they I all mean, dead it's, now? It's like Fucking 30 tw- degrees. Yeah. So there should be no bees outside. And there's a living bee inside. Candyman. Someone candyman that shit. Jesus so, yeah. Christ. So we want to explain how this relates to Candyman? He's right, got bees. He's got bees. We heard one story where <laughs> he got killed by bees. Because people spread the honey all over him after they chopped off his hand. And yep. then he was naked and died in agony and got stung to death. And that's where the bees come from. Yep. So those are his two things. He's got a hook for hand. He's got bees. And you say his name five times and he appears. And Helen has said his name five times. And she is still alive. Yeah, and it's been fine. like months, I feel like. Or weeks. Or so. It's been a while at this point. Because she got beat by a man. And her eye is feeling better. <laughs> so I don't know how much time has been going on. How long does that take? I don't know, but like I feel like it shouldn't because her eye like was like after like a week. Her eye maybe. was swollen shut though. Yeah, yeah, I don't know, but yeah, she hasn't died yet. I we haven't seen the real Candyman. We've just seen the the drug lord. I don't know who is posing as Candyman. Yeah, yeah. So this movie, just some of the imagery, the scenes. I love the graffiti, the picture of Candyman, yeah. that, that painted picture of him. There's just like genuine real life terror in this. <laughs> Like these two upper class girls walking through gang controlled territory. Trust like essentially cops because they're just conservatively. Yeah, she says uh, they're driving in the car and her friend is like, why did you have me dress like a cop? She says, I asked you to dress conservatively. (laughs) And, you know, they don't make a lot of that line. 
But that's kind of a scary line when you dissect it. Yeah. It's like, we don't want to get raped out there is basically what that line means. So, yeah, that, that's, that's just, that sums up what it's like walking basically anywhere at night as a lady. Mm. But that's just everywhere during all the times there. But like, just because it doesn't even really fucking matter what you're wearing if you're by yourself as a lady at night. Yeah. And this is the last place on earth you'd want walking alone as a lady at yeah. night. At least it was daytime when they went. They weren't alone. But th- but she abandons her fucking friend <laughs> in the toilets. In the toilet. Well, in the bathroom. She abandons her friend to crawl through. And her friend's like smoking. There's so much smoking cigarettes here. I know. It's such. The- I like, never noticed that back in the day. But like every now, single movie, you it's just it. like they're in a restaurant too with her husband and the other professor that she doesn't like. They're just, like, everyone's smoking. Yeah, it looks like an opium den. Well, it used to be like that in our adult lifetime. I know. Which not that many years ago. We were, because we were old enough to drink. We were, for a few years, and coming home, always smelling like cigarettes because of the bars. Yeah, and as a non-smoker, I love the change. <laughs> I know, it's so great. I couldn't stand that, because, like... Even when you're a non-smoker, like, if you go out to a restaurant with, like, eight people, one of them's going to smoke. Yeah. You're like, oh, we got Well, plus, all the restaurants, it was section. just literally, like, a space. This yeah. is the non-smoking section. The smoke still gets cheap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, and the bars, they didn't separate it. So, yeah. like, it was just, you would come home stinking of cigarettes. And then you would think of, oh, maybe the libertarian perspective works here, where it's, like, some places will have non-smoking, those places all die. Because of the one friend out of eight friends. You don't yeah. go to those places. You don't places. go to those places because they're like, oh, I want to fucking smoke. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Amy was telling me, and I did not remember this, but I guess, because we were talking about this with the mask thing, how like places were like, we're not going to enforce the mask man, like masks in our place like, a year ago. Uh-huh. And she said that at the beginning of the no smoking thing, there were places that would collect money. To pay for their fees for not for letting people smoke in it. What are those fees like? I don't know, but like I think they've done away with it. I think everything is just like I imagine they didn't collect enough money. Yeah, but that, they were like, yeah, fuck that. You guys can still smoke in here. Just collect some money for our, bar, our fees if we have to. I did not. I did not realize that happened. Yeah. But she worked in like the restaurant industry then, so she might have. Like, so like, she's a waitress. Like so maybe that's why she was more. She heard about it more, but yeah. Yep. Crazy. But yeah, that's just the smoking. Because yeah. they don't really show smoking too much in movies now either. Like more, more no, modern, they don't. they don't. Well, they made like a conscious effort to not do that. Yeah, what you just but like yeah, you could tell like. But it doesn't look cool. It does, and that's why they <laughs> made that. Because I'm just thinking, yeah, I want to be smoking and having a. Helen like, looks cool. She as looks shit cool with that cigarette in her mouth. She does all the time. I kind of want one. Yeah, so I get watching this movie. I get why they made that decision to do away <laughs> with. <laughs> but anyway that scene where helen and her friend are walking up to cabrini green there's like five or six guys out yeah, in front catcalling and her. they're like yeah they're just jawing at these girls just... they're going to the elevator the guys are like who are you going to see who are you going to see? oh we're just going to see our friend who who who's your friend like they're they're just like badgering them mm-hmm. and they're kind of as the girls are walking around they go to the stairs like the guys are sort of just encircling them yeah as they're doing it and one of the guys like did you notice he had, like, his hand in his coat? No. He had his hand in his coat, so it looks like he's just holding a gun under there. Was Oof. one of those guys, were the, some of those guys the ones that were with Candyman in the bathroom? I don't know. I'm worried about Jake, little boy Jake. Oh, what's going to happen? You think he's going to, oh, man. I don't man. know, because, yeah, like, she's going to be free of whatever repri- reprisal they have because she doesn't live there. Mm-hmm. They're not going to, like, yeah, he has every right to fear that Candyman. 
That Candyman is a literal real person who, yeah, yeah he's got every right. She's like, you don't need to fear. It's fine. I promised I wouldn't, like, rat you out. Yeah. Oh, you don't have to go to court. <laughs> they know he was there. I know. I don't even, I don't think the kid helped that much. I don't no, think but much. they might still be like. Yeah, I don't know if. Because they're not going to know what he did. They they're just not, know that just, he went to the courthouse. Yeah, or he went, yeah. They're not going to, well, because they might think Drinking that, they might have thought that they left her to die and not know that she he went and got her, like, saved her. And then. Oh, did the kid save her, do you think? Well, he went in there, so he must have gotten her help. Because oh. there's not going to be a drive-by at that, like, a drive-by police officer looking. I didn't think about there's that. There's not going to be, I don't think there's patrols in Cabrini Green. No, that's one of the things that the police officer yeah, said. So they like, have we more... can't protect people down there. So they. Yeah, so I'm not worried about little boy Jake. Not even like the supernatural when Candyman at the Hook comes. I'm worried about. Yeah. Because she's just total like does not think about that. Yeah. <laughs> she's not thinking. One of the things I liked about this whole first half is some of like the the shots, like the big shots. Those overhead shots mm-hmm. where the whole place just looks like a complete wasteland. Yeah. You don't. <laughs> Like, you see their car driving and then no other cars. Mm-hmm. You see a playground, there's no, no kids, kids on in it. it. You don't see anybody. You see no. these giant, colossal buildings, and the like, housing projects, and then there's just no one around. And those no apartments, too. Most of them seemed like they were empty, except for um, the moms mm-hmm. with the little boy. Or not not Jake, but her little baby boy. There's, like, there's just fences everywhere. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but I, I'm worried about, what was the mom's name? Uh, Anne Marie. I mean, I'm worried about Anne Marie and Jake. Not too concerned about Helen because she's bringing this on. Like she's, she can't even five times, so I know shit's gonna <laughs> gonna happen to her. But like, so there is a story that they're talking about in this. Mm-hmm. The story of Ruthie Jean. Yes. So she, Ruthie Jean, was living in Cabrini Green. A few doors went, down from because it's she's not the next door neighbor to. Uh, I thought she was next door. Well, she because um. Remember, they made a big deal about, I guess it could be another next door, but like, because next, in the bathroom is a different apartment that's completely empty because she was able to crawl through and uh-huh. it was not, yeah. So anyway, Ruthie Jean, she called the police a couple times. And so did the neighbor. one night. And so did the neighbor, and... saying that someone was coming through the wall, and then uh, nobody came, and then they eventually did come, and, and she... they found her dead. Yeah. Died, as we're told, by a hook. Ooh, very so spooky. Do you think? Well, no, you already know. So I can't even fucking ask you this. Ask me. Well, I was gonna say, do you think it was the human Candyman who was using Candyman's name, or the real Candyman? I don't know. Yes, That's I can't. I can't question. fucking I, ask you this shit. I have shit. no idea. They never actually explain that. Oh, okay. Now, one of the things that goes on with Candyman is Candyman will kill people, and they'll just blame it on somebody else well why would you believe that some phantom came out of a thing to, exactly. yeah like and then you had someone in the projects actually acting like Candyman. Yeah. so like so it could have been Candyman. it could have been that guy in the projects but the reason i'm bringing this up that's based on a real story oh really yeah. that is based on an actual story the woman's name is ruthie may mccoy mm-hmm. now if you'll notice it's kind of a combination uh, ruthie jean is in this story and Anne Marie McCoy is the name of that woman. Oh, so I thought I thought McCoy, McCoy was from that. Okay, is the real woman. So, what happened with Ruthie May McCoy? She was kind of a crazy person. She was undiagnosed her whole life, basically. But I think they retroactive retroactively like they went through what her symptoms yeah, were. They and diagnosed like... her with schizophrenia, 
So she was crazy. She would yell at people on the streets and stuff. So one day she hears like scratching at her wall like someone's trying to get in. She calls the police. They don't come. Because she's probably called before. Yeah. She's schizophrenic. She's nuts. It sounds crazy. Yeah, there's someone. Yeah. <laughs> and so I think she calls again, maybe. And they don't come. Eventually they do come and she is dead. And this exact thing happened where uh, the two medicine cabinets on both apartments uh-huh. are connected together. And if you just open yours and push the other one out, you can get in. Well, it's not a hard push either, it looks like, from the movie. Yeah. <laughs> it was just There's boop. just nothing connecting them, so you can just bust right in. So someone did that. That's where they got this from. Oh, that actually happened. Someone like, how long ago before that it. movie? Uh, right. I, I don't know. 80s? Sometime in the 80s? And this the movie, movie was 92. Okay. Wow, so that was... I wonder if, like, that... Because, you know, sometimes you see... You get, like, one spark of inspiration, and then a whole thing just... Yeah. Like if that came from this, yeah, it must have. Because really is there like have. any other like? Is there any other like? They didn't take the Candyman lore from anything, right? This is like lore that the movie made, right? Uh, well, it, it came from a Clive Barker book. Okay. Which I I need to read that book. <laughs> the book is called The Forbidden. They mentioned that at the beginning. It was like I need to get that book. I think. It's... But anyway, seems heavily based on Bloody Mary. It does, because the five, well, Molly Mary is three times, and then the five times. Right. you got to be in front of a mirror to do it. Like, just saying his name five uh-huh. times willy-nilly isn't Did good. Did you ever do Bloody Mary as a kid? Yep. Was it scary? Yep. Did you ever see her? Nope. Oh. Okay. I still sometimes get freaked out in the bathroom if I'm just thinking about it. I'll look in the mirror, but <laughs> really? I'm not going to look in the mirror for too long. Yeah. I just, if, if it's, if the, like, the lights are off, if I'm, like, doing a quick, like, I don't know my lights are off. Yeah. Like, when I do hide and seek with the kids, I'm like, why am I in the bathroom? There's a mirror just staring directly at me, and it's dark in here. <laughs> You yeah. do certain things as a kid, and it just sticks with you. Like spiders. Yeah. Like the arachnophobia. Yeah. Woo. Oh, just at that. the very beginning. Have you seen Xena? Did you watch Xena back in the day? Not all. Like, random episodes. Oh, okay. Well, it's Jockster was the boyfriend at the beginning, that first story. So, it's kind of funny because he's such a doofus in Zifa. <laughs> Xena? In Xena. He's such a doofus in Xena. And then this one, he's like the bad boy. He's the bad boy. He's a bad boy. <laughs> oh, I like, and I'm interested to see how the movie does this, because I feel like someone's going, it's going to happen to someone where Candyman, the f- ghost phantom thing, will kill someone, and there'll be a survivor who witnesses it or sees, like, the end result of the blood, and their hair turns right, white like that. Ooh. So I'm assuming that's going to happen, yeah, but I like. a couple times where they mentioned that. Yeah. That, that guy's hair went white. Because he saw his girlfriend and then the baby got killed that she was babysitting. Because mm-hmm. I was confused by the baby. I was like, well, she wasn't pregnant. She was a virgin. She was going to give it up to him. But then you were like, oh, she was babysitting. I'm like, oh, I missed something. <laughs> and then the kid was telling the story about another kid whose penis got hooked off. Oh. And then a witness came in after the fact, like, to see what was going on. Him. The, yeah, came in to see what was going on. I don't think it was a pimp. I think it was a pimp. Well, he came in to see what was happening, and then his uh, hair went turned white. Yeah. The kid was like, yeah, this tough guy went in. Then, like, it shows a flashback. Dude totally looks like a pimp, like, running in there. I don't think he looked like a pimp. I think he looked like a pimp. We'll agree to disagree. <laughs> okay. Anyway, Jockster, that's Sam Raimi's brother. Sam. The director. Oh. Okay. Okay. I don't think <laughs> I realized who was the director. Sorry. He's not the director of this movie. Oh. Oh, oh. Okay. God, I feel like a dumb, dumb. You're doing fine. Don't worry. I actually don't know who directed this movie. Maybe it is Sam Raimi. (laughs) I have no idea. I know Clive Barker produced it, 
Yeah, they, I saw his name a few times. All right, should we get back into it? Yes, after one more question. Ooh, okay. So Anne-Marie McCoy mm-hmm. has a dog. What does she do with the dog poop? Oh, I would just throw it. It's like, a loose end. They I would, don't explain I, it ever. I would just throw it over the... Do you think she just whips it out the, the window? I, I, I mean... Or do you, does she put it in that vacant apartment next to her? I mean, they weren't. It wasn't smelly, but that one. It was smelly. Oh yeah, maybe. They I went mean... in, and her friend is like, "Oh, stinks in here." Oh yeah, yeah. Is it dog poop in there? That's every place they go into. That Candyman has been in stinks. Hmm, that's true. The one that I just thought like that. I the forgot about that. The bathroom because is because of the poop on the wall. But like that scene, I forgot though. But that's two like incidences. Of Candyman. Well, he probably hasn't showered in like 200 years. And they probably maybe don't clean it up. That Plus, I mean, it's an abandoned apartment. Mm-hmm. People are throwing shit in it. Okay. I mean, I would because she's not going to want to venture too far. She's got a baby. She's got to take care of. <laughs> All right. But now that my dog poop question is answered, mm. I think it's time to finish this movie. Do you think they'll actually answer the dog poop question? I think so. All right. More on the dog poop. Okay, we're back. Oh, wait. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're back. Okay. Is everything on? Are you muted? I'm not muted. I just double checked. Okay. I check every single time now. Good. Wow. I'm just gonna say we paused at a really good point. Yeah. In that movie. I knew it was coming up. I knew like the first appearance, the real appearance yeah. of Candyman was coming up, and then you're like, we should pause here. And like, I think that's a great idea. And it was a little about halfway. Like they did a good yeah. like. Yeah, that's one of the the great things about this movie is the pacing of it. It's really good. Like they don't. You kind of get a glimpse of Candyman right at the beginning, that first flashback story with mm-hmm. Jockster. Yeah. But it goes half the movie before we see Candyman again. Yeah, you're just thinking, ah, oh, it is just an urban myth. Yeah, it's just building up to it. Obviously, you haven't seen the second one, but the second one kind of fucks that up. The pacing's not as good, and that's one of the things I don't like about that movie. Okay. Where you kind of see Candyman way earlier in the movie, and it's not as cool. It's kind of... Now, is it supposed to take place after this one? Yeah. First off, we see fake Candyman in this movie. Mm-hmm. He's holding a hook in his hand. Yeah, because he knew the lore. Like, he yeah. knew. But when you see real Candyman. That hook. And you see the glimpse of that bloody-ass hook that's stuffed into his stump where yeah. his hand used to be. And, like, fake Candyman had, like, a smaller hook, yeah. too. Like, it wasn't, like. Yeah, it wasn't as girthy as the real no. Candyman's hook. <laughs> not, as, not as girthy as the but, real Candyman. Yeah, there's, like, that, just that. Holy shit moment when you see Candyman, the real ass Candyman. No and, doubt about Candyman for real. And that voice. God, he's got such a good voice. Such and his lines are so good. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's the voice coupled to like it's, a, it's the voice coupled with Because those lines it's just they're just I wanted to write down all of his if lines. If it was me doing those lines, it just wouldn't have the same effect, right? Yeah, I mean they're still good lines, but like mm-hmm. now I will shed blood. But that's not your real voice. So <laughs> it's better than my real voice. My real voice is worse than that. <laughs> but that was a really good movie. I'm glad you liked it. The oh, second so half is just batshit insane, but in a good way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this movie is very well executed. Yeah, because it starts off with, oh, it's a good, like I was gonna call it wholesome. Not wholesome, but like a good, like, <laughs> ah. La, 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 and then just and you know, really, this movie isn't too violent. No, they don't really show anything until the last... You see some of the results of what Candyman does a few times. Yeah. Like, uh, 
the the part with the kid in the bathroom he's mostly just talking about it then you kind of see a short little blip yeah and the final body yeah you see more the most i think because i don't think you see too much of poor bernadette yeah you see bernadette but you don't see too much of it like you don't see her get killed you see her dead yeah but again you don't see too much i don't think you saw too much of the blood on it like i don't think you saw too much of the actual wound yeah um i was so sad it was bernadette i figured she was gonna die but you know that actress is also clarice's friend in silence of the lambs oh Mm -hmm. we were talking no that's not oh my god i just got her confused with julian anderson oh my god bernadette not bernadette (laughs) what's her face from uh helen um oh yeah julian anderson you just said it's not julian anderson in silence of the lambs oh jodie foster jodie foster julian anderson is in hannibal yeah, no, you but, were say, yeah. telling me earlier that the, she looks, the main actress, Helen, Helen looks, looks, yeah, 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 but then I just... A lot like Jillian Anderson. It is, it's, and they're, they've got to be similar in age, too, because... I'm sure they are. They probably are. Yeah, because when did X-Files start? I don't know. Because she was, like, 20... Was she was pretty young when X-Files started. Like, so, I'm always shocked by how young she actually was when it started, but I think she, they've got to be... like. Was yeah, it, I'm thinking Jillian Anderson's probably a little younger. Yeah. Because this was 92... We looked it up. Helen is 31 years old in this movie, mm-hmm. the actress. Her aging, ancient husband is 37. That fucking dog. What? Cause, oh, because he's a man? Because he's a man? Is that no! It? Should I spoil the end? <laughs> I think we're all about spoilers at the Creepy Cabin He podcast. was banging that little... That hot gonna, little piece. I was going to call her a high schooler, but she's not a high schooler. She is in college. I don't know how far in college. Not far, I'm Not guessing. far, I don't think. I think she's probably a freshman. Okay, so what happens is Helen gets accused of murdering her BFF Bernadette. I mean, it is pretty like... Okay, I guess before all this, we should go back. Rewind. <laughs> Let's I rewind. Because I just skipped a we bunch. We always get ahead of ourselves We here. do. So where it ended was relatively calm. She's back to work. She's happy. She's looking at these pictures that Bernadette's friend was able to save from her camera that it, that she thought got destroyed but didn't. And then she's looking at the slides, and then she sees Candyman for the first time, and he's like, be my victim. Like That's not the, the first time, right? I Wait, think it's the first it? time that she really sees him. Well, yeah. Well, No, because yeah. she gets the camera, f- the mm-hmm. slides... From Bernadette. Yeah, she doesn't look at the slides yet. She's looking. She's peeping at him. She's peeking at him. She's going back to her car. Yeah. And that's when Candyman. That's what I was saying. Oh. Yeah, that's the first time she sees him is when she's peeping through the slides. Okay, I'm on. And she's walking to the car. Maybe you should drive back to my parents. Jeez. (laughs) Walking, walking to the car, like walking to the car, sees Candyman, and then he's like, blah blah blah, be my victim, and then he was like, someone innocent has to pay. And then it's chaos. She wakes up in blood thinking it's her. And she hears Anne-Marie. Yeah. Anne-Marie screaming. And then. Oh, shit. She's in Anne-Marie's apartment. apartment. She thinks she's cut up because she's covered in blood, but she's not. She checks herself. She's fine. She picks up a knife, walks out and sees the dog's head that she chopped off. And it's like a Rottweiler. It was a big dog. Yeah. This is one of the smart things. Like, you know how everybody in horror movie does dumb things. Mm -hmm. So she she steps out of the bathroom. She sees the severed dog head. So in in the pile of blood, the puddle of blood, I suppose, of the dog head, Mm -hmm. she sees the meat cleaver, Mm -hmm. and she actually picks it up. Normally, they would just walk by it. Yeah. But I thought that was a good idea, picking it up. Except for it looks incredibly incriminating. Yeah. A little bit. So she goes out, and Anne-Marie is screaming because her baby is missing. And, like, she made a big speech 
way back in the before times when things were mellow and sounding good about how no one that he's no one's gonna get this baby she's gonna like i like i think like this baby's gonna i'm gonna keep this baby safe yeah and then nope that baby's gone yeah there's blood everywhere, everywhere. so of course the ba- there's no baby no baby of course ellen looks helen looks a bit you know sus and then the yeah. police come in <laughs> she <laughs> ellen <laughs> Helen comes around the corner holding a meat cleaver. Covered in blood. She's like, Anne-Marie? Anne-Marie, what's going on? Oh, hey, what's up? <laughs> My baby! Because she was, yeah, so. So Anne-Marie freaks out, starts like, she tackles Helen, starts bashing her head yeah, into the she floor. Rightfully assumes she some that crazy bitch did something to my baby. Sus. It is, because she was talking about how she doesn't have a kid yet and she wants one. Yeah. That, like, little crazy mom. So then Helen gets arrested, but. Yeah, Helen, stat- she chops Anne Marie in the shoulder, <laughs> and then gets on top of her. She's like, "Stop! Stop attacking me!" Then the police come. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oops. Hey, the police came. Hey, how about that? And then um, she gets thrown in jail for like a night, and her husband must bail him out, bail her out. And that's when she's looking through the slides. I thought then she's looking through the slides on the projector when he goes, yeah. "I gotta go to work for twenty minutes." <laughs> we know what's going on. Now we know what's going on. So she's looking at the slides, and that's when Candy Man, she sees Candyman in this, like, actually, like, she zooms in. Uh, but, yeah. I think all these times he's going to work for 20 minutes, he's just banging Stacy. <laughs> that's sad for Stacy. Now I feel bad for Stacy. Yeah, how long of a drive is that? Yeah, and then like it's like, wham, bam. <laughs> anyway. Um, all right, gotta go. So she's, she's, like, going over. He left her alone. She's like, don't leave me, blah. And then he's like, yeah, I'll be right back, you know, the work thing. But I totally believe you. You didn't murder that. You didn't murder that baby because they don't know where the baby is. Um, and then Bernadette comes with flowers because I don't know what that else you would so give. so nice. It was so nice because I don't know what else you would give your, I believe you didn't murder these people. This- I never, that's another chick thing, a chick observation. Yeah. I never thought about that. Yeah. Was- yeah. Bernadette shows up with flowers because she was- after her friend is accused of murder. Yeah. And then Candyman's there. And Helen's like, go, Bernadette, go, he's here. And she just opens the door because she's, like, hearing something. She can't really hear what it is. She's concerned for her friend. She sees Candyman and she dies. So, yep, she gets the hook. And then fucking, what is the husband's name? I don't know. He comes in, sees the dead Bernadette, sees his wife again with a knife. Because she, I think like, he... look, I really am trying to, <laughs> to believe, believe you, you. <laughs> with all of this. So then she gets thrown away into, like, the mental part of that. I think she's in a mental hospital. I don't think she's in a prison right now. Yeah. You see her, she's screaming about Candyman being under the bed, and they're like, no one believes her. And then she goes to see a doctor, and you realize it's been a month. It's been a month. Yeah. And meanwhile, Candyman's like, if you give yourself to me, the baby's going to be okay. And she's like, Ugh. everyone still believes that Helen killed the baby and yeah. stashed the so baby. So they're trying somewhere. to find, yeah, so they just want where the body is. But now so she's. They're looking for it. Mm-hmm. Now the baby reemerges a month later. Mm <laughs> hmm. Perfectly fine. Yeah, Candyman was feeding that baby something. But wouldn't this be some evidence that maybe the baby was somewhere? Yeah. I think so. Plus, like, the mom, Anne McCoy, or Anne Marie, she was saying that, like, she heard her neighbor because you can hear anything through those walls. Mm -hmm. And the baby was, like, near there, so I don't know. Maybe a lot of babies are crying. Maybe. But so that happens. Helen escapes with Candyman's help, because she's talking to the psychologist. The psychologist is like, look, we have you on camera. There's no one. You're claiming he's there, but he's not. And she's like, I can prove he's there. So she looks into a mirror and says Candyman five times. And then is shocked when Candyman does appear and kills the doctor. Yeah, that part's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm thinking, look, you have Candyman. Like, 
Call Candyman whenever you want. Whenever there's a problem, call Candyman. Yeah, but can you really trust him? He not. wants to kill you. That's true. <laughs> so then she she escapes. Make you suffer. And then she goes to her husband. And and his apartment. Their apartment is painted pink. <laughs> all of a sudden, it almost looks like a nursery. Yeah, it's very pink. And then there's Stacy. Oh my God! And so how how does the husband talk crying. to Stacy? Yeah, he starts. She starts crying. Like, eh, I forget his name. Well, uh, <laughs> professor. <laughs> and then he's like, "Oh, what happened? You get a boo boo." Yeah, he coming in. Patronizing. He talks to her like she's five years old. And they painted the apartment like a nursery. Entire all of it's pink. It's. It's hilarious to me. Yeah, so he was cheating on her, or at least on the verge of cheating on her, he was and was like, "Dude, you're locked up. You're crazy. This is. I'm not gonna look that sus. People are gonna be like, I get it. He needed to find. You know what? I will say, okay, even though he was cheating on her, mm-hmm. you did accuse him pretty early on, and I think that's pretty uncool of you. What's the body language? <laughs> He was totally leading into her space before he realized his I wife think was there. You hate men. I don't hate men. And you were you were just looking for any excuse to to think this man was just some cheating asshole. He was the body. Anyway, back to Candyman. I hate that you were vindicated on this, by the way. Praise. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. So that happens, and she doesn't. She. Does not call Candyman on them. There's no mirror. Maybe if there's a mirror, she might have done it. <laughs> but she leaves, and she's like, you know what? I'm going to go just, uh, sacrifice myself for this baby. Now, what? you, in the first half, you were talking about her thesis mm-hmm. and how she's trying to disprove that it's Candyman mm-hmm. and that people are just, you know, and putting all the blame on Candyman. And who's mad about that? Candyman's pretty pissed about yeah. that, right? Yeah. <laughs> because if people stop believing in Candyman, he dies. Like, that's yeah. how you kill Candyman. That's, like, one of my favorite things about, like, in some fantasy novels and stuff about, like, gods. If mm-hmm. you don't, if they don't get the war, like, they don't, they just... Yeah. That happened in Discworld with Hogsfather. Like, just... That's exactly right. Yeah, that's how the Tooth Fairy was. Or, that's not how the Tooth Fairy was, but that was how... They tried to kill the belief in Hogfather. Yeah. Wow. Oh, God, some of that. Oof. This isn't a Discworld conversation, but, Discworld. but man, I watched the Hogfather movie. <laughs> I that, didn't read the book. Like you got a lot. You get there's a lot of good in that. Like it's such a hokey movie how they do it, but it's still really good. Like it's it was it was awesome. I'm gonna try, I'm trying trying to make I'm gonna try to make that every year like a thing with the kids, but we'll see. The Hogfather. Are you gonna make him watch Hogfather? Mm-hmm. I, I think Logan would be terrified of this yeah. movie. Yeah, I think he would. We tried to get him to watch through uh, Shang-Chi, mm-hmm. The Legend of the Ten Rings or whatever it's called. Couldn't do it. But should we spoil it? What? What the scene where he's like, oh, it's a marriage. <laughs> That's like 20% into the movie. Yeah, like he told me he was that. like, they were like fighting and he's like, oh, it's like a marriage. I like the wedding. I'm like, what? And then they did get married. He totally just, he just totally, he, yeah, he could was, read that. I was thinking it's like they're fucking. No, but he saw it innocently. But he saw it a little more innocently. I like that. Because yeah. he's five, so. Like, this is, this is like a kind of a sex scene, but not really. Yeah, it's a fight, yeah. That, where they're just fighting. <laughs> Any, lovingly. Anyway, back to Candyman, because we have kids coming home soon. Okay. Yeah, so she's like, I will. Give my, I will give up. Meanwhile, I was also thinking I would have given up my life earlier for the baby. 
<laughs> but like, I, okay. I give up or I give up easily in life. So is it gonna hurt? Yes. Yes. Oh. Oh. Still, so just do yeah, it. Yeah, just kill the just baby. Do it. People already. Oh, okay. So <laughs> she's she's like, yeah, fine, do it. So we have this weird conversation. He makes out with her with bees in his mouth. He actually had bees in his mouth. I saw too. you looking that up. Yep. They use a dental dam to make sure it didn't go down his yes. throat. And he was oh my God. legitimately getting stung in his mouth. So he worked it into his contract that for each bee sting, he made an extra $1,000. God damn, good. And he had 23 bee stings. As he should have put that in that. Good for him. I also looked it up. Uh, what they did. So the real ass bees. But when a bee is born for the first like 12 hours or... 12 hours in, I should say. They look like an adult bee, but their stingers are bullshit. So they used baby bees? They used baby bees, but that's 12 hours in. Jeez. Can you imagine how many bees they had to make and just time it perfectly? They had a... Like, okay, get these bees in your mouth now. They had a bee... We have like one hour until there's Bee brothel? <laughs> okay, so they what do that. What a fucking legend, though. To... That... Like, how many actors would be like, yeah, dude, put bees in my mouth. Let's get this scene right. And his voice just... But, um... You know how he got that voice? The bees. Yeah. <laughs> he had a bunch of bees in his mouth. That's the only way he could do it. Um, yeah, so they have that scene. She thinks she's dying for the baby. And then what happens? Oh, what? She's not dead. She wakes up after being covered in bees and supposedly stung. Uh-huh. And then she sees the words... It's always been you, Helen, and there's a pic because when she goes up to his lair, there's like pictures of his yeah. past. And she she was the virginal bride or not bride, virginal lady yep, who fell in love with. She was that hottie that he was banging back in the day. And then, that caused all this ruckus. Yeah, so he was just trying to get his lady back. And then she hears a baby crying. Uh oh. And she looks out and sees that giant, which we didn't talk about, a giant pile of rubble they were going to burn as a bonfire. Yeah. In the ghetto, apparently they have a lot of excess furniture. So they, they just burn them occasionally for big bonfire nights. They made a giant bonfire of all this shit. And the baby was in there. Yep. And she's got a hook because you must this have Helen. a hook. It's Helen. You must hook. have a hook. So she goes outside, crawls into it, trying to get to the baby, gets behind something, and then little Jake... He sees the hook. He's like, fucking Candyman's there. He doesn't say fucking, but he's like, Candyman's there. <laughs> Let's go burn the bonfire. So they get gasoline. They do. No one hears this baby screaming because Helen can hear the baby crying, but apparently no one else can hear the baby crying. And Candyman appears and he's like, she's like, you lied to me. You were supposed to save the baby. And he's like, now we'll just burn together. She gets out. She stabs him with something. His, his hook? What does she do? I don't know what she does. It was like a board. There was like yeah. a flaming board that, that she, she, she impales him with. He gets hurt. She gets the baby out, and but she dies too. Burns. That was kind of gruesome, seeing her burned. Yeah. But the baby's fine. Yeah. She saves the baby, and then she dies, and everyone comes up and drops the. That was at I her like funeral. That, the funeral scene mm -hmm. it's where just it's just her husband, the, the mistress. The, the professor just... that she hated that we didn't really talk about. Yeah. Purcell, I think is Purcell. Name and then he's like, oh, what's my deuce? What's that? Who looks a lot like Isaac Newton. Yeah. So it's just them. It's like a small gathering mm -hmm. at this funeral as they're burying her. I mean, she probably does not have a lot of fans at this friends, fans, family that really care about her at this point because <laughs> she's a murderer as far as they're concerned. But then we see this procession. From Cabrini Green, led by Anne Marie. And Jake. And Jake. 
coming into the funeral. Mm-hmm. And then Jake drops that uh, Candyman's hook into her casket. And then it shows her husband crying in the bathroom. The I only really space like that. that's not blue, like or that's that not pink. Scene. The funeral scene was really good, too, because it it shows they know what happened, yeah, I feel they like. Know like they up. know what's up. They're like, oh, my bad. She didn't really murder. She didn't stash this baby in that pile for a month. Yeah. <laughs> somehow back. survived. It was actually Candyman. Yeah, it was Candyman. Candyman was breastfeeding the baby for a month. <laughs> Something. He was somehow keeping the baby alive. But I liked that breasts. Helen got her retribution because her husband's crying in the bathroom and looks in the mirror and says Helen five times. And then, bam, she appears. She's gross now, but she's got her hook. And she's like, what are you afraid of? Or some shit like that. Scared of something. Yeah, and then yeah. she kills him, and then Stacy comes in and is like, no one's hair turned white, though. And Stacy, yeah. <laughs> You're real upset about that, aren't you? I am. Because they made, like, I feel like twice you mentioned it, it should have happened. I should have seen it. I love how Stacy's screaming, holding the knife. Yeah, so she so knows she's going to know how this is going to play gonna out. It's going to play out, her. yeah. Man, all the gaslighting of these <laughs> victims. Society. But yeah, it was really good. I liked that. So I was thinking, I have never seen the sequels. Yep. But they involve Candyman, not Helen, right? Nope, no Helen. I just—he was keeping that baby alive somehow. Yep, with his breasts. Keep going. I, I feel like a sequel with that baby growing up, but at like turning slowly turning into Candyman himself because of whatever weird influence would be dope. The breast milk. Would I don't know something like some supernatural thing kept him alive, unless Candyman was just going down the shop buying formula, which I don't think he was. <laughs> like. <laughs> Like, I didn't, it would have been cool if he, like, the baby is haunted or... I don't know. He thinks he has a normal life, and then suddenly he, like, turns like an adult and goes bananas because... Yeah, that is a bit of a plot hole, how he kept that baby alive. Yeah, and you don't see that baby in future Candyman's? I've only seen the second one. I haven't seen the third one. But, like, wouldn't it be cool to bring the baby back as, like... I don't know. I think it would be cool. It could be cool. Look, he's, he's, he's an adult now. <laughs> Let's... Yeah, we looked up the little kid in this, and he's obviously eight. I wouldn't have. I, I wouldn't have cared. You wouldn't have cared as much. Yeah, I don't. Maybe back then I cared more, but these days I don't care as much. I still think about the Sixth Sense. Yeah. How I never got to see that movie with pure eyes because you knew the whole time. Ended. Yeah, that does suck. Yeah, because like it's a lot of it. Like you're you go back, you think about it. You're like because like they show some of the scene key scenes once he realizes, but then you can go back throughout the whole movie in your brain and like. Mm-hmm. And it makes rewatch. It makes the second rewatch interesting because you're like, oh. Yeah, but the first rewatch, I was like, oh, he's not actually talking to her. Yeah. First, <laughs> first watch. Yeah. The first rewatch. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So I guess with that, I could see, but in general, I'm just weird. I don't care about spoilers. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you, Bob. I'm still mad. If you're listening. I doubt he's listening. Hey. <laughs> he's not. <laughs> I guess should we. Should we watch the trailer again for the other one or just dive right into it? I would like to just dive right in. All right, so we'll be back at the halfway point. See you soon. All right, we're back. We are back. Oh, man. So we've just seen the first half mm-hmm. of the newest Candyman. What do you think so far? I am really enjoying it. I like the callbacks to the original. Yeah, I'm kind of curious what's going on. They like So they mentioned this other guy, like Sherman, I think yep. his name was. He's who th- used to give out candy back in the 70s, and he had, like, a, a crampy hook for a hand. Yeah, I remember thinking, because it opens up with this boy who's going to do some laundry, and then Sherman 
comes out and he's wearing like a Candyman comes coat. Comes out of a hole in comes the wall. Comes out of a hole in the wall, yeah. And then yeah, he's got a hook. And I'm like, man, he's got a shitty hook. Mm-hmm. They downgrade this hook. Yeah, it's like a fake hook. Yeah. So I don't know what's going on with him. Like, the protagonist in this movie, more on that later. Yeah, who wants <laughs> He sees Sherman mm-hmm. in the elevator. So he looks up. Sherman is on the ceiling. That is apparently Candyman. So the kid screams, and that sends the police running, and then they kill Sherman, and then they find out a few weeks later that, oh, he wasn't the one putting the razor blades in the candy. Yep. So, like, they really, like... Stretch of air and not dog who never sleeps. Okay. <laughs> she play with that. I don't know what she's doing. Anyway. Um, she never. He never. All right. Do you need a minute? <laughs> I was going to say he never sleeps. I was still thinking about Naomi. Okay. So he got beat and everything. And his face. Yeah. So. I, yeah, I, oh. <sighs> say this whole segment over again. This is going poorly. <laughs> I trying to say I don't even know. <laughs> okay. Nomi made like a noise upstairs and then it completely ruined you. <laughs> You're just so beaten down. I could I could see it on your face. Huh. Speaking of beaten <laughs> down. So <clears throat> he got beat and killed by the police. And then that's when they started saying the Candyman thing at Cabrini Green. But this but Sherman died in seventy nine. The first Candyman takes place in the nineties, right? Nin- yeah, it's ninety two. Yeah. So But the story of Candyman goes back eighteen hundreds. Eighteen hundreds? I think so. Or like sh- maybe early nineteen hundreds. But it was like eighteen 18- yeah, like I'm wondering did they change the origin story or is there more to unfold in this movie? I guess we'll find out. I do like so whatever. The main character is an artist, mm-hmm. so they're kind of like harkening back to the art, the st- like the graffiti and everything. I just I like that. Yeah, they have this nice, uh, super fancy place that they live in. Now Helen Lyle exists in this world because they're talking about her. The main character's wife's cousin was expl- or brother was explaining yeah. the like. I love the retelling. The retelling of is Helen. great because it just it's exactly how it would sound these days. How it would get twisted. Yeah. She killed the dog, and, and then she was doing snow angels in the dog's And they're doing, blood. like, puppet things. Yeah. It, it was so amusing. And then at the end, she's trying to sacrifice the baby. Yeah. And, and so then it's... she runs into the fire and dies. Yeah. So it was just, because that's, like, that is probably how that story would evolve over time. Yeah. So, like, it was a good, like, like, they're like, there's no way she'd be headed a Rottweiler. <laughs> now, he is looking into Helen, our mm-hmm. main protagonist. Yes. We think this will More be important on that later. later. Um, but yeah, <laughs> he's looking, at, you know what? Let's just, let's just reveal what a, cause you said something interesting. <laughs> so we're listening to, we're watching it. And then his wife or girlfriend, I don't know if they're married is like Anthony. And I was like, the baby's <gasps> name, the baby's name, the baby's name. So it. we looked it up. Anthony McCoy, <gasps> Anne Marie McCoy was Anthony's mother. And I don't know. You edited the first part, so I did. I bring up my theory or what I, my hopes with what I hope. I they think would, you did. I yeah. think you said it on the podcast. I was like, I just want there to be a story with the baby. Am I getting my and story? In my head, I was thinking that's dumb. Am I wouldn't I do that. Getting my story. <laughs> well, it, it seems pretty obvious that this is baby Anthony. Yeah, and who has never heard of Candyman. Yeah, and I somehow apparently did not realize he's living. He used to live in Cabrini Green because he's back in Cabrini again. Cabrini Green again, but it's been like has he never talked to his mom 
Unless his mom just did not, because it happened when he was what, not even a year, maybe a year, like he was very little. Wouldn't you mention that you went missing? Maybe not. Maybe when he was that young, maybe she's like, missing for a maybe month. she was just like, I got him out of the projects. I am just, we're not going to bring up that not time. Not going to mention Candyman. Yeah. Or anything. Or Helen. Why? Yeah. So we'll see. Because we're wondering why, like if he's researching this, how he hasn't seen his mom's name. Yeah. You think it would have come up. Mm-hmm. You think it would have come up that he was the missing baby? Yeah. But, like, so he gets stung by a bee pretty early in the movie, and his hand is super gnarly now. It looks burnt, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. And it's, like, possessed. Yeah. So we'll see what that's going to go. And no one's bringing it up, so I don't know if no one else can see it or if just he is seeing it, because he's he's sleeping next to this, his woman all the time. Like, how is she not noticed? I would notice if her hand looks gnarly. She's She's got to be looking at something else. I don't know what it is. We've only seen one killing so far from Candyman. A double killing. A double killing. But I like how it's done where you don't see him until you see until you look in the mirror. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that's the, pretty cool. It's like a nice... I like it. Yeah, so there was... Uh, what is, The art director, is that what he is? Yeah, he got into a fight with, with Anthony. Anthony. Probably not going to look good for Anthony if that comes <laughs> out. Because like, he yeah. got killed. So Anthony's making an art... For his, he put his art, his art right now is, is an installment on Candyman. Say his name, and then they die in front of an installment because they said Candyman's name. His art installment is pretty cool, though. It is pretty cool. But the guy, he had, before he died, one of the cringiest lines I've heard in a while where uh, he's talking to his girlfriend. Who's probably an intern. Oh, uh, yeah. This, they did, like, the thing with the professor where this guy is banging these young girls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that Anthony calls him out on that. Yep. And then leaves. He's like, he's been sitting on that line. That was not just. <laughs> so, and then, what was I going to say? Uh, were you going to say her name? Or the conversation, the cringiest line. Yeah. You were saying the cringiest line. He was just saying something like he was talking to his girl. I don't remember. You don't remember what the cringiest line is? Did you write it down? It was something like, I don't want you to die tonight. At least, not until we Fuck. Fuck. Yeah, and then and then she's like, <laughs> I don't want you dying." To and he's like, fuck. and then he started implying that he'd be into necrophilia with her. He's like, "Yeah." Then he said, "You know what? I changed my mind. Do it. Necrophilia's always been on my bucket list." Yeah, like it was too stupid. like he was trying. It, it was, was be- too much. Just too much. They were both being too much with their like, like antagonism towards each let's other. Let's make this guy worse. Yeah, because she was being antagonistic to him too. But yeah, it wasn't like that banter. They didn't. They did not have the chemistry to have that kind of relationship. Yeah. IMO. It was awful. Yeah. But they're dead. I hope she was getting something out of it. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think any of that materialized before she died. <laughs> but yeah, so we're ending it. We're at the halfway point. Things are like starting to get get real. I'm excited to see where this is going. Mm-hmm. I I hope it's different in that because the Candyman that killed those two people, you don't really see his face. Mm-mm. So at the moment, we're not sure if it's this Sherman guy that mentioned at the beginning or not. What do you? Th- what's your theory? I have no idea. They could do whatever they want at this point. Should I give my theory? What's your theory? It's Anthony. Anthony's the Candyman? He was looking in the mirror when she was saying Candyman, Candyman, mm. and that's when we saw the bee on the other side of the mirror, inside oh. the mirror. And he, and at one point, his girlfriend is dreaming, and she dreams about her dad who committed suicide. Mm-hmm. And then she wakes up, and then she sees Candyman in the corner, and then she wakes up again, and then she goes to the bathroom because Anthony's washing his hand, not answering her. And he's like, I had a bad dream. And then she was like, oh, what was it about? And he didn't answer her. And then he's like, got really weird and like locked the door. I'm wondering if he dreamed about murdering them. Dreamed. Oh, that might have been it. 
You might be right. Oh, I think you might be onto something. We'll see. Or I could be horribly wrong, but I mean, I feel like that would be the path to take. And it's all because Candyman kept him alive for months as a baby with... So do you think Candyman takes on these different incarnations, like, of people? Like, Maybe. was he Sherman at some point? Maybe he was. Now he is Anthony? Yeah, and maybe maybe he fed Sherman back in the day. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I guess we'll find that out. Yeah. All right. More on that. Let's yeah, finish let's this movie. Do it. Okay, and we're back. We're back. We just finished it. What do wow. you think? That was a really good movie. It was alright. You didn't like it? It was alright. Alright. <laughs> I feel like it was alright. It it kind of turned into a lot of disjointed nonsense like so william burke is now like the bad guy yeah that did get confusing just all of a sudden he's crazy now yeah he goes from a business owner to crazy yeah that happens okay (laughs) (laughs) anyone can go small business owners anyone can turn crazy i don't know just because you're a business owner does not mean you're immune to insanity it was okay they kind of Made the cops out to be cartoon villains there towards the end. Yeah. <laughs> Someone has to be a villain. Candyman. That's true. Okay. But they, they made Candyman the good guy. He's like, ah, oh, fuck these cops. Let's... Then Candyman kills them all. Yeah. I don't know. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed that we went back to Anthony McCoy. Yes, they did. I was confused by the Burke storyline, though. It went a little sideways. Yeah. Like, he was trying to bring Candyman back, but... To do what? It seemed like he was mad that the place was nice now. (laughs) And he was like, you know what? We need to resurrect Candyman so he can turn this into a shithole like it's supposed to be. I think it was more than that. Was it? (laughs) It seemed like he wanted to turn it back into a shithole. Yeah, I don't... I don't think so. Okay. Maybe I missed something. (laughs) I think you did. (laughs) I don't know. I enjoyed it. It was all right. There was just, I don't know. What was the point of the girls in the bathroom? Just to get more victims? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> they hadn't. there hadn't been that many in, in... They just sort of threw in a scene just to kill people whom we knew nothing about. <laughs> well, the one girl was there at the beginning. She was a non-character. <laughs> she didn't do anything. She took a picture and said, okay, let's go. Yep. And that was the big tie-in to this scene where all these girls say Candyman in the mirror. And then die violently. It was just showing that Candyman was coming back. Mm-hmm. And now he's back. Every white person is evil in this movie. There I said it. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> like, Have you noticed that, though? Eh, no, the boyfriend wasn't. I think he might be the only one. We had the art dealer, evil, killed. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the girls who died, maybe you'd feel bad for him. Nope. A black girl shows up so they can pick on her real quick, and then they die. <laughs> I'm like, okay, they're evil. Cops at the end, uh, they just go in and just shoot a guy on the ground. Because they were told that he was going to be there. And and... then they take the girlfriend and they're like, the guy's saying like, "Uh, if you lie, we'll let you go or something. She summons Candyman. This doesn't bother me. (laughs) It got cheesy. Yeah, I mean, I didn't mind it. Okay. But see, I like cheesy things. I don't know. It was fine. Probably the second best Candyman. <laughs> How do you think it compares to the first one? I mean, the first one was better. Okay. But yeah, I didn't I didn't mind this one. It was okay. It had its... Uh, I was trying to think. There were... Some things just looked weird. 
like you, you tell kept us saying CGI, things were CGI, yeah. he, like weird stuff. Mm-hmm. Anthony's looking in the mirror. Candyman's on the other side, looking back at him, but he looks weird. It looks like he's CGI'd, but it's kind of hard to tell. It was like an uncanny valley type thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, or I don't know if he was like partially CGI'd. I know the hook was CGI'd. Because it looked like shit. But I think other parts of him, like his face and stuff. Maybe. You got a little glimpse of Tony Todd at the end there. Yep. That was okay. The bees looked like shit around him. <laughs> yeah. Towards the end, you see the the police lights reflecting off the girlfriend. The light looked CGI on, reflecting off her face. Part of me thinks there's no way they would CGI light on a face. But it just, it looked weird. It, looked it didn't weird. look right. See, I didn't notice. I pointed it out. I know, but I still I didn't said, did notice. I did CGI the lights? Yeah, I know, but I still didn't, I didn't. Maybe I've just been drinking. You have been drinking. <laughs> I don't know. It was fine. But we have a very special event that we're going to do. What? We're going to go into the bathroom and we're going to summon Bloody Mary. No, what? we're not doing that. No. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm serious. This was for the, the cabin folk. Yeah, I never said I was going to do this. We're not doing this. Yeah, it was a surprise to them and, and to you. Yeah, I'm not doing it. Do you want me to do it? No. Do you want to summon Candyman? No. You don't want to summon Candyman? I don't. Okay, you're not going to look into a mirror. Say his name five times. <sighs> nope. He's 100% made up. I know, I'm still not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> what is it about, like, summoning things? Like, your rational brain is like, nothing's going to happen. There's no candy, man. I just... But when you're looking in a mirror... Yeah, I'm not doing it. five times. I'm not. I shan't. Okay. You cannot make me. <sighs> There's no candy, man. Actually. I know that, but I'm still not going to do right. it. All right. Okay. Well, that was a fun segment. <laughs> I guess we're not summoning anything today. No. No. Do you think in folklore there are mirror monsters? Yeah. There is a mirror monster in Japanese folklore called an ungaikyo. I mean, like, there's, like, even with, like, vampires, there's stuff with the mirror. Yeah, we talked about that. You said that the scientists came out and said it would no longer work for vampires. Because it's not made That was a theory, I mean. A scientific theory. <laughs> scientific theory. <laughs> that because mirrors used to be made out of silver. And now they're not. That's why it neutralized their reflection. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, like, so I think... There's always, I think, it's just the same thing, like, anything I think that captures human, like, captures, pe- like, they, there's weird things about photography, taking your soul, like, stuff like that. Yeah, so anything that, that like, freak people out captures the image ago. of a person that's, I guess, I mean, I'm sure maybe painting people, there's probably some old lore. They're good enough. I did enjoy all the, like, the, the mirror tricks they did. They did a lot of cool ones like that, like that elevator scene where he's in the... Like that was a every tr- wall. Is I would a mirror. not like that elevator. Mm-hmm. No, too many. Then, the ceiling, I think, was a mirror too. I think all around him was that would have fucked with me too much. I am not a fan of it. Whoever designed that, no. <laughs> so, what was your favorite part of the movie or favorite aspect of the movie? That I was right in the heat was Anthony McCoy. I did like when he got to finally talk to his mom. Yeah, and Because when just... we found out it was Anthony, I was like, when is he going to talk to his mom? Yeah, he'd been avoiding her all movie. So we did find out that she was keeping this whole past thing from him. So that sort of makes sense. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, he asked her about Candyman, and she's like, mm-mm. No. Nope. <laughs> you don't fucking say his name. There was a pact, and someone broke it. So why wasn't Candyman in the original movie that Sherman guy? 
I don't know. Yeah, they that part was totally added in. Because they started bringing up how Candyman is all these other people. Yeah. So they brought that up, and then nothing, yeah. But Sherman died in 79. Yep, so it was shortly before, like, compared Candyman was 92. Yeah. How did he have a hook for a hand? Sherman? Yeah. I don't know. Unless Candyman just picked, that's going to be the next Candyman. I don't know. I don't know. This like, mo- I think this movie started pretty good, and then it sort of went downhill as it went on. I like that. What What would you give it? Let's Let's do the rating game. Probably like a seven. Oh, seven mm-hmm. out of a hundred? No, we're doing seven. I thought we're, I thought we're doing ten out of 70. 70 oh, then. we always do a hundred. Okay, seventy then. Oh boy, it had a strong beginning. It was, but it didn't seem to go anywhere. I give it like a fifty. Like it entertained me. I'm giving it a seventy. I mean, it had some nice nostalgia moments. We got to see Tony Todd. We got to see Anne Marie. We got Marie. to hear his voice. Yep. And then uh, we got to hear a little tape of Ellen. <laughs> Ellen. Helen. Oh, yeah, he wanted he to call her Ellen too. Didn't really reveal all that much at all. No, because then he got into the weird, creepy elevator with too many fucking ears. Yeah. Did he ever return that stuff? I don't think so. Man. And then he gets that infected hand, which he doesn't do anything about for a long time. Long time, yeah. Like, and for a while, I thought maybe it was going away. That's why no one else was seeing it. And it was only like there when he focused on it, but no. And it turned out that it was basically to kill off his right hand so they could stuff a hook into it. Mm-hmm. Was he drugged in that scene? Yeah, I don't understand what was going on in that scene. So there was a lot of confusion. I'm still giving it a 70. I feel like this movie was a mess. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't know what was going on. You don't know what's going on in a lot of movies. Is this movie pro or anti-gentrification? Anti. Okay. Anyway, are we going to check out the reviews? Yeah, what we do did, you We think? never, uh, I'm going to go 70. I think, yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking, like 70. 70 is all around. All right. So the critics give it an 84. The users give it a 72. Ooh, I was right-ish. Right-ish. So the critics liked it more than the users. Mm-hmm. Did we ever check the the review for the other one? I don't remember. The original? Oh, original. my God. I don't think Let's we did. Let's do this one. What do you think? 80 for both. 80 for both. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say, oh, boy, maybe 90 for both. Okay. Okay. The remake is rated higher on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, okay. 77 from the critics, 62 from the audience. Interesting. That's madness. <laughs> That's fucking madness. The original was just so much better than the this one. All right, now it I'm is worked better. up. Yeah, you're worked up. Should we talk about what we're gonna watch next week? Did we decide or yes. is, are we rolling? What are what are we watching? Oh, we're watching that Nicholas Cage vampire Nicolas movie. Nicholas Cage vampire. I want you to find the synopsis and read the synopsis. All right, the life of white collar New Yorker Peter Nicholas Cage seems to revolve solely around making as much money and sleeping with as many women as possible. After a typical night of scouring trendy bars for some action, Peter manages to take home the sexy Rachel, who bites him on the neck while they're in bed. The next day, Peter is certain he is now a vampire, though no one shares his point of view, and he hasn't changed physically. He dons fake fangs and begins stalking women. Okay. I'm looking forward to this movie. Sound amazing. Yeah. It is Nicolas Cage. It sounds pretty darn good. So that is what we're going to watch. I just like it. He gets bit during sex and is like, fuck, I'm a vampire. (laughs) So it's not like a real vampire movie? We'll find out. We'll find out. This is from 1988. Yeah, he looks like a baby in it. Good Lord. 
What was his first movie? I don't know. I, I was wondering that exact same thing. Let's look it up. So his first movie was The Best of Times from 81. So this is seven years into his young acting career. Ooh, okay. Uh, Raising Arizona was 87. I think that was probably his first big movie. Yeah, that's a movie I've heard of. Yeah. Oh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Yep, I've heard of that one. Brad's Bud. And his name was Nicholas Coppola at the time. All right, 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 right. I knew. I always forget he's got that relation. Yeah, I've never seen Fast Times at Ridgemont nope, High. Nope, I've heard of it. I don't think I've seen it. It's a very famous movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, I haven't seen a lot of famous movies. Yeah. I'm not very cultured. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> but yeah, so that's what we'll watch next week, and then we'll get back to the dice, I think. Maybe. I don't know. All right. I'm excited. So keep it. Don't that's say it. We're ke- signing off. We're all done. I don't know. Is there anything else? You're ready to go to bed, aren't I'm you? I'm very tired. Okay, that's fine. All so. right, so, uh... Don't say it five times. Candyman, 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 No, candy no, candy no, candy no, candy no, you're not in front of me here. Okay, bye. Bye. Mm-hmm.